oh, she fucking steals my pizza log. She fucking steals my bagels. I don't even give a shit anymore. She fucking, dude, she fucking stole, she stole a fucking bagel for me to fucking today and denied it. And then she fucking, she fucking, dude, she fucking lies to me about stealing the very last bagel in the bag that are my bagels. And then she's like, oh, it wasn't me. And then like, it clearly was you because you're the only one in the fucking house. And then she goes, oh, well, I must have thought it was one of my bagels. There are no other fucking bagels in the house. I have the only bagels in the house. You stole my last bagel. And she goes, well, I'll buy you new ones tonight when I come home from work. I'm like, that doesn't help me now. That doesn't fucking help me now. I, I want to have a bagel now. It's 9, 9, 9.30 in the morning. I want a fucking bagel at 11.30 tonight. I want a bagel right now. JG Dwayne, 877 Bagels Now. Folks, <laughs> welcome into a brand new episode of Crossing Swords. I'm your host, Tybee, joined by Dwayne the Bagel Guy. Cats down in Long Island, finally back in action, ready to go. Talk some Miles hockey. Big series for Vegas as well. Big game for them tonight. But first, a shout-out to our sponsor, Paza Electric. Give them a shout at 716-698-2711. Paza Electric can help with any residential or commercial project, anything from new house wiring to fuses and circuit breakers or even just general troubleshooting. Make sure you give them a shout, 716-698-2711. Let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll hook you up. I already know how Dwayne's feeling tonight. How well, I'm fired up. Yeah, it's, it's a tough tough situation for you and your aisles right now yeah i mean we are on the brink of elimination from the bubble i mean i guess this is our second time being on the brink here uh since the flyers stretched at the game seven last series but this is a tough team tampa's been doing this for like five six years with these deep runs they know what it takes they have the bigger trip on their shoulder um but you know we didn't just walk into the ecf this is the start of the beginning for the newly cultured New York Islanders and the future is bright for us, regardless of a series win or not. I want to give you a little something to even brighten the picture for you tonight. The New York Islanders have the most high danger scoring chances in the playoffs right now, more than the Vegas golden Knights. They have the firepower sneakily. They're just getting into the right spots. And if they can do that and convert on some of these goals, if you get those early leads and put the pressure on the lightning, that's when they play their best. I think when you can get that lead and then sit back a little bit and just counter back, counter back, and then that's where they, they seem to find a lot more goals to add on to those leads when you get that one, two goals in the first, Katsy. Yeah, I mean, y yesterday, um, obviously, it was a swing game in the series uh, going down three to one in the series, but we had that one nothing lead, and within uh, maybe 37 seconds of our goal, Tampa was up two to one. Um, and that, that is most likely the difference in this series right now is that push from them a minute later. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. We play great defense, but we have a few laps in our play 
where things just don't go right. I mean, Varlava wasn't in the right position. Pelic wasn't coming back enough. I mean, it's a tough, this is a tough team and they're doing it all without Steven Stamkos, which makes him even scarier. Dwayne, what do you see out of the Lightning's performance thus far? Do you, do you think the Islanders have any chance at coming back in this series? No. Oh, wow. I'm just going to be straight up about it. No. Um, I just think there's two – I'm not taking away from the Islanders. I think the Islanders have such a bright future, man. I see a lot more conference finals in their future as far as that roster and the, that coach goes with, uh, you know, Barry Trotz. Um, but I think there's just too much talent uh, on Tampa to come back from being down 3-1. to one. Um, They would really have to shit the bed here to uh, give up this lead. And um, do I think they could, you know, win, win a game here, maybe to, you know, tomorrow? Like, yeah, for sure. I definitely think they could. But um, I just think there's just too much talent on that Tampa Bay roster to right. lose three straight at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much been the same core for them, um, you know, along with, you know, a couple of new, like, pieces like Blake Coleman and then, um, you know, like, players like Zach Bogosian playing on that blue line <laughs> down there with them. <laughs> um, but – like I said, they've been doing this for years, these deep runs. They're hungry for it. And, you know, the East is almost wide open without without Boston competing right there. Um, but, yeah, they might sneak away a win. But I believe Tampa will move on to the Stanley Cup Finals. And, you yeah, know, I mean, and, you know, I think you got to believe in that mustache, Cats. you got to be- have a little bit more faith in it. Listen, I believe listen. in the system. I believe in the coaching staff, the players and all. But Trust the, the process. The, the boys just don't seem as hungry as they were in previous series. Uh, we lost Casey Zizekas with an upper body injury. He left the bubble along with Tom Kuhnackle. Uh, so even if we were to stretch it seven games or go to the, the finals, um, we're missing Casey Zizekas, and he's a huge part of that lineup, even though he's a fourth-line center. You know, he plays more than the role of a fourth-line center for us, and without him – you got to plug in some other players, mix up the lines, and sometimes it's hard to adjust that quickly. I think with, with with this Tampa Bay team, they remind me a lot, not – I mean, just with how long they've had to wait and how long it's taken. It remind me a lot of the Capitals and how long it took the Capitals mm-hmm. to get to finally win a Stanley exactly. Cup. Because, it, yep. you know, it took it took OB, it took OB forever to win a Cup, you know. Mm-hmm. you know, And, you know – did they always have, did they have good teams? Yeah. They just could never get over that hump. It didn't help the fact that they were always playing a stacked Pittsburgh team. They don't always help. Same, you know, same thing in, with the, with the Rangers, you know, with Hank not having a cup, you know, they always would have at some point have to play the Penguins. And it's a, that's a hard team to get past the seven game series. So, you know, this Tampa Bay squad, it reminds me a lot of that, you know, those Washington teams, you know, just not being able to get over the hump. And I think this is finally where they get over that hump. It's kind of like the same thing, too, goaltending-wise. Think about it. Like, they had to get to a second goaltender, a younger guy they brought in with a lot of promise who, you know, played out the first version, who wasn't able to get it done in the playoffs. Yep. And and, and another thing, too, guys, is if, 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 you know, if and when they get past the Islanders here, I mean, do they get Stamkos back? Does it happen? Yeah, Stamkos in that lineup, uh, you know, even at 75%, you know, that's a lot more of a dangerous team, man. I'm sorry. I mean, regardless of how they're playing right now without mm-hmm. them, I mean, you 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 go you go up against you get on the penalty kill against that team with with Kucherov, Point, Stamkos, Headman on the ice all at the same time. Fucking mail at home, man. It's over. Yeah, I I really I really could see the Lightning winning this cup. I think it it might be theirs to lose at this point. When you look at what's happening over out west, 
Um, I, I like what Dallas is doing, obviously. They're playing a great defensive game, but are they going to be able to handle what the Lightning bring offensively? Because I think they have more firepower than Vegas probably does all around. Andre Palat's p- playing great. Um, I think you're getting a lot of contributions from, you know, all over with your scoring there. It's not just one person doing it. So I, I really like that from the Lightning. But, yeah, let's look at this series out west right now. Same thing, 3-1 Vegas with their backs up against the wall against Dallas. I know Dwayne and I just talked about this a little bit. Cats, you want to start this off? What are you, what are you feeling? You think Vegas keeps it going tonight? Minus 195 favorites. Line's been moving hard. People are hammering Vegas tonight. They think they're going to keep the series going. They seem to be the better team when you look at some of these analytics, but they're just not getting enough goals. Yeah, no, this is a very interesting series uh, for both teams involved. I mean, how often are we going to see these expansion teams come in and absolutely, you know, destroy the conference like the biggest Golden Knights have? I mean, they are the obvious favorites. They look like they run a little bit deeper uh, depth-wise. I think Dallas has the least depth out of the uh, last four remaining teams. Um, but, you know, Anton Kodobin is stepping up big time, uh, you know, uh, for Ben Bishop and the team itself. Um, I can see Vegas getting another win, but obviously it's a long stretch. Anything can happen. I do see Dallas in six if, you know, um, Vegas gets a little here tonight. Yeah, I really, I really like Vegas to stretch it out at least tonight. Um, I think you're going to see a team that's going to be determined to get into those spots, to get those goals that they've been missing out on a lot. We just talked about this a bunch with Jesse Granger. Dwayne, what do you what are your thoughts on this series? Bring it bring it over well, to us. You know, I thank you for the segue there, Ty. You know, we we did did just have uh, the beat writer for the Golden Knights, uh, Jesse Granger from the Athletic, uh, with us on two goalies, one Mike. And one of the points we all agreed on is, you know, Vegas is best when they're a transition team. Um, you know, I think where they're struggling the most right now, and like I said, we agreed on this earlier, is where they're getting the pucks in deep and they're setting up and they're giving they're giving um, Dallas time to get set positionally and they're not getting bodies in front of Anton Kadobin. You know, I'm sorry, Kadobin's playing well right now, but he's not a world world class goaltender. He's an average at best goaltender, and um, when you're not getting bodies in front of him, you're not playing dirty in front of the nets. You know, you're not playing desperate hockey. Yeah, you're gonna lose some hockey games here and. You know, you're taking your best players when you're not playing in transition. You're taking your best players out of out of the picture. Guys like Mark Stone, guys like, you know, William Carlson, you know, and, you know, that's why you're getting all these points from players, the point like Shea Theodore, um, you know, who's having in a Hall of Fame playoff right now with the way he's played. Um, you know, I, I, they have to get away from that. They have to start playing with some desperation. Play in transition play to your strengths. And I don't know why DeBoer is, you know, not doing that. You know, it's a fast hockey team in Vegas. You know, they play better in transition. You know, let, let Patch Reddy and Mark Stone and William Carson, let them go out there and do their thing. You know, what do you have, what do you have to lose at this point? You have to win. There's, there's no, you know, win or go home at this point. Win or you're leaving the bubble. So play to your strengths. Stop playing, stop, stop trying to, play like you're on the power play, you know, and set up, setting up, setting up in their end and bringing everything from the point. Get by. And if you're going to get bodies in front of the Mm -hmm. fucking net, for God's sake. Yep. That's their biggest problem. It's like watching the Sabres out there at times. 
when your primary scoring isn't getting it done right away, you need it from your secondary scoring. But when those guys aren't getting the net, getting some of those secondary and tertiary chances on rebounds and some other things, uh, it just seems like they're not in the right positioning. And I think a lot of that comes from, you know, what they're doing, setting up that offense. We talked about that a bunch um, with Jesse and, it just seems like, you know, they're setting it up almost like they're trying to get into a power play in five on five, but it allows Dallas's defense to get in such great positioning. It shuts down a lot of those offensive opportunities that you would like to have those one timers. And um, there's, it's quite predictable, if you will, for the goaltender. Um, as get opposed, playing on his heels. Get him playing exactly, on his heels. As opposed heels. to the Vegas, we saw the first couple seasons where they were going to run and gun you back on those counterattacks. That was a huge part of their scoring that first run uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals, and they're not getting that right now. When you're playing that slower style and a goaltender is playing the way he is right now in Kadobin, it's going to be tough to beat him when there's no one in front of him. He's seeing everything right now, and it's making it pretty, pretty easy for him to have good nights there. And if you can't get a little bit of clutter there, if you can't get some people to get some rebounds and, you know, cause some traffic, cause some chaos for Kadobin, he's going to continue to make these saves. And you, you're going to have to do something. I don't know, you know, if you maybe mix up the lines a little bit, try and get Revo out there with some of these um, better scoring guys just to get him to the net helping out. Like, I don't know what you do. Or have him cause some havoc. Like, I wouldn't like, mind seeing something like that because yeah, those guys – uncomfortable. Yes, they're doing great in their roles, but can the, can you find a way to get them to help your primary guys get it done? And I think you might be able to because, you know, you think about the defenders that Dallas has, a lot of big guys who are going to push you around even if you try to get to the front of the net. Ryan Reeves is a guy who could stand up to any of the mess of Lindell. He can try. He's another guy, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six or something like that. But I think, you know, you're going to need big bodies down there to, to contend with them, and that's what you might have to do. Tuck is a big boy, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know I mean? You're taking him out of the game, you know? He can sit there and play in front of the nut and bang home goals like that. Yeah, the guy's got hands on him, but he's a big fucking guy. Like, you know, utilize these guys to their strengths. Like, let Carlson, let Pacioretty, let Stone do all, you know, do all the, the work on the, on the outside and, you know, getting, getting, getting Kadobin, like I said, on his heels, getting – Get him backing into his paint, you know, make him feel uncomfortable and throw your guys like Alex Puck to the front of the net. Throw, you know, your Riley's in front of the net. Throw your Reeves in front of the net and just make him uncomfortable. Cause some havoc. Play with some fucking desperation because you're not doing that right now, man. You've come this far. You've played this hard. You've gotten to this point. And like Jesse said, man, they've had a pretty easy path to the, to the conference finals to where they're at right now. And they're the first sign of, you know, you know, having your, your back up against the wall. You just can't, you just can't tuck, uh, you know, crawl into a ball and go home. You, you have to play with some desperation here. Oh, I think that's what you got to see out of the Islanders too, is that desperation early on um, with your back against the wall, being able to go home at any moment. Cats, what do you think the key is for the Islanders to be able to claw back into the series? Fresh goaltending. I think you give Grice the go here tomorrow. Uh, Varley's been doing an absolutely fantastic job. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, Tampa has all to lose here if we do stretch out this series. But our backs are against the wall. Give Grice the start here. Worst comes to worst, you put Varley back in if he, you know, gives up a certain amount of goals. But go ahead and blend up the lines a little bit. Jordan Eberle has had, like, 100 chances on net, and he can't bury one. That could be the difference maker, too. He could have mm-hmm. seven goals this series, and that's all goals that could have given us two, three goal leads. 
Uh, mix up the lines a little bit. Let me see, like, Barzell, Eberle, Beauvillier. Let me see Andres switch down. Let me see uh, Pajot playing with maybe Brock Nelson on the wing or something like that. Switch up the power play units a little bit. Uh, blend it up. What do you got to lose? Uh, it's backs against the wall, all out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you want to trust in what's gotten you to this point in the playoffs. But with your back against the wall, you got to do something at some point to get some sort of different results, especially when the series is 3-1. It's not like it's, you know, 3-3 and it's game seven where, you know, you've been so evenly matched. The Lightning have been the better team for the most part in this series. So you got to do something different. Dwayne, what do you see that the Lightning can or the Lightning have to do to shut down the Islanders coming back? I mean, just play the same game you did uh... – in uh, game four, you know, just, just be that team, you know, um, trust your goaltending to make the saves when you need them to uh, make the smart plays in your own end. And, you know, let guys like Braden point Kucherov, Palat, like let them go out and do their thing. You know, you know, let them just, if you could just mimic what you did in game four, I mean, I'm sorry, cats, but you're going, you guys are going home tomorrow night. You're leaving the bubble tomorrow. I'll pack my no bags, one wants too. To see it. No one wants to see that. We want to see the dancing gabagool keep going. Nothing gets the boys here in Buffalo any more hyped than seeing the dancing gabagool when we're up in Seneca One Tower cheering on the Jays. Sorry, Mets. We took the series. Talk to Dom about that one. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the New York Stevies. The New York Stevies. What a, what a horrible – Sunday it was to be a gym fan. The Jets got <laughs> rolled by the Bills. The, uh, the Islanders got rolled by the Lightning. And the Mets got rolled by the Buffalo Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. What a great day to be from Buffalo. Yeah, it's real quick. Let's see. On, 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 the, um, on the subject of that Bills game, too, like, how is it that people are still trying to talk like hate on Josh Allen when it comes to the Josh Allen Sam Donald discussion. Like I don't, I don't, I, don't under, I honestly don't understand. It. I understand like, that you have Gase there and he doesn't have a lot of weapons, but you can't continue to excuse him. It's his third season. You still need to see some sort of progression. He looked like he was seeing ghosts all day long yet again. Like yeah, he it's, he it's, has it's the blueberries. It's 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 wild, man. Like do I think Sam Donald could be a good quarterback in the NFL? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think you, it, I think Adam Gase is a terrible, terrible, terrible coach. I can't believe they brought him back this year. It, that, that is mind-blowing to me. They don't use one of the most elite running backs in the league to the, his, the, the best of his abilities. Um, they have nobody at wide receiver. I'm sorry, they just don't. And, you know, Josh Allen, we rolled them. You know, there was a few moments there in the third quarter where I was a little nervous. But you know what? We, Josh you know, fumbled it, twice going inside yeah. the 20, in, inside the red yeah. zone. It could have been 35 to nothing at half. Very, very easily. Oh, easily, dude. And you know what? But here's the thing, man. Other good football teams will make you pay for those turnovers. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, go, you do that against Kansas City. You do that against San Francisco. You do that against Tennessee. You do that against you know, Pittsburgh. They're going to make you pay. They're going to put points on you. And the Jets couldn't fucking figure it out, man. It was just like you, you don't just get gift wrapped two balls like that, you know, when we're, when we're approaching the red zone. And you know you, you gotta you gotta you gotta turn something out of out of those turnovers, and they just couldn't. You know, Darnold couldn't get it done. You're gift yeah. gift wrap two possessions, 
where you could it could have been like a ten point swing where it could have been three points for us. It didn't end up being did or you know however you want to word it. And then you could have went down and you know scored a touchdown. Just couldn't get it done. And if you're if you're drafted third overall, you know, and you're still not showing the progression um, that you you should be at, that the progression that Josh Allen has, like I just don't get it, man. Like I don't get it. Like. And people like to focus on that overthrow to John just, Brown. I am just shut up. Like, what did Tom, look crazy. at Tom Brady's throws. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Tom Brady, like, I mean, sorry. I, do I think Tom Brady's going to look like this all season? Absolutely not. Like, he's going to have his games where he's going to come back. But it was nice to see Tom Brady look, like, below average yesterday, especially with that team And he, that was, he has he was missing some throws with no one on yeah. him in the pocket. Josh yeah. was just stupid and didn't set his feet. On the hardest throw you can make as a right-handed quarterback, rolling out to your left, that's it. That throw is damn near impossible. Right across but your body. That's, yeah. that's a throw that shortstops can't make. They're the best third baseman in the league. That's why they have to lob it across the base or, or across the diamond. It's a throw that's almost, you know, like it's it's defying physics. And yep. the fact that he's trying to do it is just showing you that he believes in his arm that much. And you like to see him have that confidence. But you also would like him to have that wherewithal to know that he's got the time and no one's within, you know, 15 Set yards. You don't, or you don't have to rifle it. Just lob it to him. No yep. one was near even him. Just, even on a sidearm, just a sidearm, so you're not getting so much arc on it. Like, you know, it's, <sighs> you, the, honestly, man, I think five, six games down into, this, into the schedule, Josh Ann will make that throw. That's mm-hmm. not, you know, this is what I like about him. And again, I was not a Josh Allen fan coming out of the draft. I was not. Um, I, the one thing I like, I love, I love about him is that I guarantee you the very next day today, he's out there working on that throw. He's out, he's out there watching. He's in there watching films. Like, what did I do wrong? What do I have to improve? Let's do it. Let's get it done right away. Let's not make this mistake again. That's the type of guy he is, man. Like, it's just, you know, he, he goes to fixing the mistakes immediately. You know, as a coach, you don't have to tell Josh what he's doing wrong. He knows what he's doing wrong. And he's going to go figure it out. Yep, seriously. He's making the changes that are necessary to get better. And that's what you always have to do in no matter what league you're in. Um, we've seen it, you know, throughout all of sports. If you're not able to change and adapt your skills, no matter how talented you are, it's not going to pan out. But – Dwayne, let's get back to hockey a little bit here. Yeah, let's get back to hockey. So we got the Vegas game coming up here just uh, about an hour and a half or so away for us. Well, let's make some predictions on this game. Give me your thoughts, Cats. What do you What do you got for the final score tonight? This will be really the first time I've had time to sit down and watch this series. Um, I've been away for like almost 10 days, so I'm excited to see more of than just what I've been able to catch. Um you know, on highlights, on, mm-hmm. on the timeline and stuff like that. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see how pumped up uh, Dallas could possibly be for eliminating Vegas tonight. I'm hoping for, like, a nice tight game, fast pace, back and forth, hoping for, like, a 3-1, to 2-1 to one overtime Dallas win. I've never seen anyone win 3-1 to one in overtime either. No, either oh. a three to one win or oh, a okay, two. okay, no, no, okay. No, no. okay. I, I just never seen somebody like say they're gonna get excited about watching a team win two to one. Like I want, I want goals. Like you know, what I mean. But I do think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Um, I out on the other hand, I think Vegas is gonna take this one. I think they're gonna win. It's gonna be a low scoring game, two nothing, two one, something like that. I think Robin Leonard, you know, 
he's going to play well, but he's not going to be asked to do a lot. Um, and I, I would love to say that DeBoer will just realize that he's not, he needs to let, you know, his talented players, his skilled players go out there and be, be skilled players play in transition, but I don't think he's going to do that. Um, I do see them those squeaking one out here, you know, like two nothing. Yeah, I, I'm going with Vegas as well. I think it's going to be a 2-1 game, a late empty netter, 3-1 Vegas win. I think you're going to get just enough out of, you know, the top of your scoring. I think I'm going to go with Stone and Carlson both getting you one tonight. I think if you get some good contributions out of those guys, it should be a nice, easy win for you. Um, the way that they've sustained so much pressure on Dallas, if you can keep that up, um, you can maybe come back in the series because they've been on their heels so much. It has, you know, it's going to wear on you at some point mentally and physically. If, if Vegas can do that and, you know, maybe they, maybe they end up getting, you know, five, six goals on them tonight, that might put a huge, huge dent in Kadobin's confidence going into game six and seven. Vegas could have a shot at the comeback in this one. Like I said earlier, the line was around 170, like just an hour or two ago at the Creek, now over 190 for Vegas. People are hammering the Golden Knights tonight. I think everyone's expecting them again with their back against the wall to, you know, have a nice little comeback. But, Dwayne, what do you got in store for this Lightning game? I believe Lightning one, minus 175 favorites or so, plus 145 for the Islanders. What's your, what's your thoughts on this game tomorrow night? I think the Lightning are going to close it out. Um, I, I'm going to give them 4-3. I think they're going to make a game out of it. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, that's all she wrote for the New York Islanders. Um, honestly, I mean, I don't – and I don't, I'm not think I'm overstepping the line here saying that I people probably didn't expect the Islanders to be in the position they're in right now. But I am – I'm also not surprised because Barry Trotz is a great coach. He's an unbelievable coach. He's coached this team up. He's put him in a system that, you know, benefits benefits the team, benefits the players they have. And they have such a bright future ahead of them. Um, they need to add a few more pieces. And that team's going to be a team to contend with, especially, again, with Barry Trotz as your coach for a long time. And I don't even think they need to improve their goaltending. I really don't. I think Barlamov and Grice have got it done. I don't think you need to spend money there, but there are goalies out. I mean, there are other positions I think you need to improve on, which you, which you can, which they can and they will. Yeah, I like you know going with a nice two goalie headed system where you got two guys who are at, at least league average. You ride the hotter hand, you know, throughout. You save a little bit of money, I think, doing it that way too. For generally speaking, for most teams, um, I'm gonna say bring out the dancing gabagool. 3-2 overtime, Islanders winner. You don't know, Bo, going to get it done in OT. I think it's going to be it's gonna be a long OT game tomorrow night. I'm going to go two or three overtimes, and Bo is going to finish it, keeping Cats on the edge all night for a great climax when Bo buries it. It's going to be a rebound goal. You're not going to see it coming. He's going to come out of nowhere and finish it. Cats. Give it to me. Extend the dancing gabagool. Yes, sir. I know all the boys want to see it more and more. I want to be around more and more. Lots of points for me to cover on. Um, it will most likely be Grice's last run with the Islanders this year. We have Sorokin coming in into the mix, and we've waited a long time for the whale to come over here. Um, but riding behind Varlamov, that, like, again, that's a 
great goalie tandem. We're hoping that the game adjusts, uh, you know, just as well as um, Igor over on the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they're two very head-to-head goalies, so hoping for the for the bright spot for Sorokin in, in New York there. Um, and it all starts um, with the top, bringing in Lou Lamorello, bringing in Barry Trotz, everybody coming in and believing into the system, trusting the process, uh, coming in day-to-day, working, cool. playing, their, playing their roles, uh, regardless healthy scratches or not being sent up and down. Um, it all comes down to everyone buying into the system, and that that's what creates that long-term success for teams like the New York Islanders. It's been long overdue. We've had our dark times. Belmont is almost done. Hopefully fans are able to get into the arena. But as far as tomorrow goes, yes, big game five for the New York Islanders backs against the wall, hoping that they stick to the system because when the system works, it works. And we're a hard team to break down or four check. Our forechecking has been phenomenal when it's at peak there. Uh, Brock Nelson providing that secondary scoring. Bovillier, J.G. Pajot, hoping to get into the mix there. Barzi, Eberle, Lee, we got the pieces. Hopefully that they come together as a team tomorrow. Barry gives them a miracle-type speech before the game, and they come out rolling. Power play has to work. Has to work. That is a great asset to have to beat a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning because they can bury on the power play. Why can't we? No one predicted us to go this far into the playoffs this year, and I'm glad that we're proving people wrong. And even next season and the year after that, we'll continue to prove people wrong. If you're sleeping on the New York Islanders, stay in bed. Don't get out of bed. Doors are closed for the wagon. See you later. Let's go, Islanders. Bring out the dancing goal. Give me a score prediction. Three nothing New York Islanders. I'd love oh, to hear it. Get out of here. I'd get love to hear here. it. I'd Three nothing. Get out of here. Let's go. You can, you can lick Kucherov's taint with that prediction. Whoa. Probably. Probably. Kucherov's I mean, a dirty little rat, huh? After that yeah, slash on Pajot. My God. How Just many get... slash? It was more than one slash. It was five. It was five. And what? And what Kucherov did to the Sabers and Dwayne? You're you're smirking over uh, there. Are you serious? Come yeah, on. I mean, he's a uh, dirty I, player. I, 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 he's a dirty player. I, you know, he's that, a rat. That, fucking, that hit he laid on us, but you know, um, I'm not going to deny the guy's talent. <laughs> he's a fucking unbelievable. Dude, over 120 points last season. Was was was? was how many do you have this year? Like. It, Get out of here. Three nothing in an elimination game. You're going to tell me they're going to get goosed. Get out of here. Hmm. Sounds like we should probably have a bet or something. A I'll mayor's bet. bet. Let's go. Let's have a mayor's bet. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you guys what. I think I mentioned, some this, I mentioned this in the group chat, and now we're going to bring it to life here. If the New York Islanders reach the Stanley Cup finals, the stash will get bleached. Let's go. Oh, my Lord. A bleach blonde mustache for cats when the New York Islanders make the Stanley Cup finals. You heard it here first on the Crossing Swords podcast. Dwayne is so blown away. His video went away for a second. Absolutely electric from cats. I can't wait to see it. Dwayne, give me your final thoughts before we send it off. Uh, You know, I'm... While while you guys were talking there, I was just thinking, just kind of thinking ahead. You know, what's it gonna be like? You know, a cup like two and a half weeks from now when the cups the cups being awarded and to an empty arena. Like I don't know why I started thinking about that, but just like 
Isn't that wild? Like there's like there's just nobody's gonna, gonna the be there. I don't know, man. Like it just it, it's like the COVID cup. Like I I I don't know. Like what are what's it gonna be like, man? Like like you know you always you always want to see that 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 dog pile. You know everybody just you know especially with Tampa and how the road it's come to get here. If it ends up being them, just how hard it was from the finally get here with that roster. But just like how like what's it gonna look like, man? Like we've seen the handshakes already. We've seen the congratulations, but skating around an empty arena with it with, with the Stanley cup, like what's the energy going to be like? I, uh, it, it just yeah, feels, yeah. I, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, as far as, you know, the dog piling and stuff like that, they've all been together for what, since early June. That oh, bubble is tight when it comes to like human interaction and stuff like that. That's fine. But yeah, it yeah. will be weird the skating energy, around though. to an empty arena. But I believe as the players go, they're going to, try and make it as real as possible for not only them, but for the fans too, you know, that supported them through this Mm -hmm. very, very tough bubble situation. I mean, even though we were able to get hockey, uh, those players are human beings as well. They were taken away from their families. Some of them are new fathers, uh, you know, underlying issues, stuff like this. Um, So they're going to be absolutely psyched up. Oh yeah. I think the the nice celebration will at least the dog pile, all that stuff will still go because like you said, they're they're all been together the whole time. They're on the benches oh, yeah. next to each other. You know, they're all getting tested. I think that'll. But it's going to be weird. Is there going to be a mm-hmm. parade? Like, what can you really do to celebrate it? And that absolutely sucks. But we'll cross that moat when we get there. Hopefully, it's a parade in New York City, bringing Penn it back to the island. It. We're going to Borelli's, Frankie. If you listen, we're coming. <laughs> all right, Kat. Can't wait to get cats here in Buffalo, man. Uh, hopefully it happens soon. Like I said before, off air, got a, you know, got it going through the eviction process in my household. Got an empty room with your bed with your name on it. What a um, story! I was not a line when it was. I out of line at any point in that story. I was fired up. Was I out of line? No, no that's, that's that's emotional. Uh, yeah, like, don't suppress your emotions on the pod. No, you know, know. like. Ugh, <laughs> All right, cats. Last thoughts. Isles Eve p- potentially facing a knockout. Thoughts on that? Any anything else you're thinking about for your final thoughts tonight? When it comes to being as emotionally invested with the New York Islanders, I'm I'm happy that they're there for me, win or lose. Um, they definitely take my time away from a lot of you know problems going on in the real world, and I'm happy to be a fan of this team trust in the process. I'm excited to see what the next couple of years look like with Barry Trott still behind the bench. Um, win or lose this series, you got to be really proud of them. Um, losing John Tavares coming back after that season, won 103 points, sweep from Pittsburgh, coming back this year, ECF finalists. What's not, what's not to love about that, win or lose? So I'm excited, hoping the boys extend the series, bring out the dancing gobble rule. Let's go, Isles. Let's go, Isles, baby. My final thoughts, the Trainwreck Sports website is back up and running. We are undergoing a migration to WordPress, and things are going to be much more viewer-friendly for everyone, whether viewing mobily or on your computer. Everything's going to look so much better. 
tons of extra features and things we're going to be able to add. So it's going to be a whole new world coming at you at trainwrecksports.com. I know Dwayne's going to stop writing in his notes and actually start writing online to get all of his thoughts out there. You've been seeing him go on his rants in his notes. It's almost as good as him calling into WGR or him freaking out on two goalies, one mic. Listen, they're never gonna they're, they're they're never gonna put me through on WGR ever again. We all know that. So. You gotta call in as Blaine. 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 <laughs> no, Blaine Wayne. North, Wayne. Wayne from North Tonawanda here. I'll hang up. I'll hang up and listen. Wayne from Shipwreck Sports. That should be, you know what? That should, that should be a that, that should be a new segment for the show. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll hang up and listen. Something like that. No, you should no, have every, an alter ego every, and come on with like a wig and just be like, I'm Wayne. <laughs> Some WWE shit. Just run promos. You know, I'll do I'll do it on Facebook or Facebook, Facebook Twitter Live. Uh, once a week, we'll call it. We'll call it. I'll hang up and listen, or the rant, or something like that. Just, just me train. for five minutes. Yeah, I, I think I think that's gonna be a new segment. I, th- I think I think it's gonna be a weekly segment coming yep. forth from Crossing Swords. I'll hang up and listen. But for Dwayne Dewey Crocs cats down on long island and myself ty b make sure you call Paza electric for all your electrical needs 716-698-2711 let them know train wreck sports sent you let's go sabers let's get to the draft but more importantly bring out the dancing gabagool let's the gabagool. fucking go isles ah you motherfucker huh?